0: Traffic and AccuWeather. weather The traffic, the weather. Always come first. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Now on FM
1: 1071. <laughs>
0: funky red Friday. Yeah, baby. Uh Uh-huh. That means we're going to do the funk today. We're going to do the bump today. We're going to do the hustle today. And we're going to wear red while we're doing it. And I got all kinds of red on today. So does Jimmy. And I'm glad that you are, too. Good morning, San Antonio. Trey, wear KTSA. There's Elaine. There's Jimmy. And, of course, Christian blood, and uh, it's what a day. We, we have so much ground to cover today, and we're going to get it done in four hours. So hang on for this whirlwind ride through the news at 1st of all, thunderstorms overnight. They're now moving off to the southeast and moving away from San Antonio. Things are going to be okay in the middle of the day, but high school football tonight, wet, 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 wet for some of us. So, you know, all the precautions that you need to take in order to go to the high school football game, primarily up in the Texas Hill Country, but there are going to be some around town, too, just so you'll know. Well, Elaine and I have nothing more excited to do with our lives than to, on a Thursday, all freaking day, watch City Council, which is what we did yesterday. City Council and those who are pro-abortion claim that it's all about a woman's right to choose. Women ought to have the right to choose, man. Of course, to hell with a taxpayer's right to choose whether or not they want to pay for the killing of a child. But congratulations, San Antonio, because now your money will be used to kill children. Your money. Even if you oppose it, your money will be used to kill children now when it, uh came up for discussion i really appreciate is it phyllis Villagran? okay council person Villagran saying we can't govern based on what a news talk radio host does on his show baby we can't govern based on that well i don't expect you to govern based on that but i expect you to govern based on morals Miss Villagran, and I expect you to, to govern based on the law of the state of Texas. And I heard so many lies and so much crap from that Diaz yesterday. It was flowing like a river, flowing like a river. Oh, well, what we're going to do is we're going to debate what to do with this later. And we're going to talk about whether or not the money is going to be spent on abortion later. You're not that stupid. You know how this works because you follow politics. And what they do is they stuff things like this inside of major pieces of legislation. And if you vote against it, you're voting against the major piece of legislation. When in reality, you're just voting against that piece, right? On a national basis, they do this all the time with defense spending. So they put all kinds of crap and pork inside the defense legislation, Democrats do, and Republicans too, and they just laden it up with all kinds of crap that they know if it if it was going to stand on its own, it would not not pass. And so if somebody votes against it, even though they're voting against the pork, What they are told, or what the media is told, they're voting against defense spending. It took a lot of guts and balls yesterday for Mark White, District 10, to do what he did. It did. The first thing he did was he offered two amendments. He spoke out against it, by the way. And the mayor shouted him down. Don't you be talking about abortion. We're talking about the budget. And he said, no, uh uh-uh, you're doing abortion in the budget. And then Andy Segovia, same thing. M- Mr. Mayor, he's got to address you, and he's got to talk about the budget. He can't talk about abortion from up there. They, the rest of them can, but Mark White could not. So the first thing he did was he offered Amendment Number 1, which said no money goes to abortion. You can keep this little thing in here for the 500000 but it's got to go to women's health, it can't go to abortion providers. Well, they voted that down. That told you all you needed to know about where they want this money to go. They want it to go to abortion. The second amendment he offered then, after that was voted down, was to pull it out of the budget and vote on it separately. Again, they voted that down. And there were so many lies up there from John Courage and Manny Palies, who seconded the motion on on Mark White stuff, and and the reason they did that was to look good for their constituents over in District Nine. Boy, that was that really makes those people over in District the pro-lifers in District Nine. I'm really standing up for you. No, he wasn't. He knew what was in it, and he knew it was going to pass. And he gave this stupid little speech about, well, we're going to be able to debate it later. No, you're not. What you're going to do, and I know exactly how the play is going to go down, you're going to give it to these groups that perform abortions, and you're going to say, but we're going to restrict it, and they can only use it for counseling services, not for abortion services. But that's not how it works, and you know it and I know it. Money is fungible, which means it can move around. You and I both know the game. It's a shell game. And it's killing children and now that it's in there, now that it is part of the budget, it never comes out. It will be in the budget every year and it will grow every year. So this crap I heard yesterday about it's only point zero 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 seven percent of the overall budget. It's so small I don't I don't care if it's 15 cents. Okay? That's 15 cents to kill children. So I don't care. But the bottom line is, all they had to do was get it in there the first time. They had to pop the cherry the first time. And that's exactly what they did yesterday. Got it in there the first time, and now it'll never come out. It stays in there forever, and it grows from here on out. It's not about women's health. It's about killing children. That's what it's about. They named it the Reproductive Justice Fund. Okay? It tells you all you need to know. It tells you all you need to know. But then they backed it up by saying, no, we're not going to restrict it to companies and organizations that don't perform abortion. If it was really about women's health and not abortion, they would have gone along with that. They would have said, yeah, that's fine. But they didn't, because they're going to use the money to kill children. Now, yesterday, there was a mass held... And the head dude over at the Catholic Church said to Mass, the archbishop. And this is what he said. It was held prior, by the way, to the city council vote. This is truly a sad day in the history of our beautiful city. He spoke with a heavy heart, discussing the grief and even anger that this proposal had brought forth. We know that the Lord will triumph and we will redouble our efforts to provide true help and assistance to women in need. Again, with all due respect, sir, to your position as the head of the Catholic Church in this region. Words mean nothing. Words mean nothing. Nothing. What I would have preferred for the Archbishop to do yesterday is to show up down there in his robe and the Pope hat thing. They go, what do they call it, mitre? Full regalia, full dress, not not just the black thing with the collar, the full thing. Bring the full power and say to all of you Catholics here on this dais right now, all of you who claim to be Catholic, if you vote for this, you are going to forfeit your rights of the church. You will not be welcomed in a sanctuary, and you will not receive communion. Period. Full stop. Because you are voting to kill children. And here, in this area, we won't stand for it. Thank you. Have a good day. And turn around and walk off. And then mean it and do it. Now, Again, I say that with respect to the archbishop, but that's exactly what we need out of this. We need action. Not words. We need action. And we need to hold these people accountable. So at this point, at this point, your action is to be in constant, overwhelming contact with them and the governor of this state. Yesterday, Andy Segovia was playing with language when he said, there's nothing you're doing today that's going to be illegal and out of step with the with the state. By approving monies to be used for abortion, yes, you are. Now, well, but we haven't actually said it's going to go to abortion, abortion providers. It will. And they're going to do it in the cover of darkness where, you know, we'll do it in special session behind closed doors, you know, and then we're just going to do it and nobody's going to know about it and there won't be a big deal. And that talk show host on morning radio that they were talking about, who are they talking about? Won't be talking about it. Well, I guarantee you we will. We will. Elaine's going to stay on top of this like a bulldog. And let me tell you something. She grabs onto you like a bulldog. You ain't going to like it. You're not going to like it one little bit.
2: And then Manny addressing the media. You know, it's just a small, minute point zero 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 seven of the budget. It's only $500,000. Right. You people in the media want to make this a negative thing.
0: Right. That's what so Manny I, said. I hope Manny you Manny guys can report something.
2: it proper to right. see all the good that we're doing.
0: Well, Manny, let me tell you this, bud. I don't care if it's 15 cents. You're wrong for wanting to use 500,000 taxpayer dollars to kill children. And everybody who voted for it, which was all of them up there, with the exception of Mark White, voted to kill children yesterday. That's what you voted for. And you, the taxpayers of this city, you need to know what this means. That now that it's there, it will never come out, and it's only going to grow and get bigger. 500000 this year, $1 next year. Well, remember, remember, they still want to go take the money away from Morgan's Wonderland. They can still do that. Yesterday's vote wasn't about that. They still can go take money away from Morgan's Wonderland. They want to take it away from special needs children to kill children in the womb. So that's what they all voted for. So Archbishop, sir, again, with all due respect, yank them out of the church. Deny them communion. Deny them access to any any building that's church until they repent of their ways. And the rest of us need to be extremely aware of what they've done and how they are jeopardizing the lives of children. And look at them through that lens when you see them, when you see Ron Nirenberg and you see Castillo. And you see Harvda, Gavito, you see Palais and Courage, and you see Garcia, when you see them, uh, Villagran, Rodriguez, and you see them, you need to see who they are. They are those who voted for the death of children. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA.
3: If you're looking for a new day, FM 107.1 Yeah,
0: how about some Average White Man? Let's pick up the pieces. Anybody remember how to do the hustle? Mhm. That's what this is all about, yeah. It's Red Funky Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing them do this night in old San Antonio about 75, somewhere along in there, and it was so cool. People were doing a hustle. Had a bear in one hand and a gordita in the other. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what Fiesta's all about.
3: I think my parents were with you when I was three years old. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. you
0: were three. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you pointing that out, man. Yeah, they were probably standing right there next to the flatbed trailer while the Average Right Band was playing this, and we were doing the hustle. I think I was. Well, let's see, in '75, I must have been like 12 years old, something like that, somewhere along the. Well, yeah. See, I was born in '63, so do the math on that. So, good lord, where's the time going? Wow. All right, so we're going to have some fun stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about faking it. So that's coming up a little bit later on in the show. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, Elaine, it's exactly what you think it is. So hang in there. And did you say that Mark White is going to join us later this morning? What, 7.07? 7.08. 7.08, okay. Well, we'll sit right in there somewhere. And I want to get text back on this morning yeah, for the Guardians of the Children. We've got to wait till he wakes up. Yeah, somewhere. I, it doesn't matter to me. Anywhere in there because tomorrow's the event. Out at Halotas, and yes, it's rain or shine, but the weather's looking better. You know, earlier in the week it looked like, oh man, it's going to rain, 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 but it it's looking really good. So two major things are going on tomorrow to benefit the community that I, I just want you to know about. Number one, um, we're going to be at uh, at uh, Alamo Water Softeners nine o'clock in the morning. Martin Bob going to be doing a show. I'm going to go over there, and I got to tell you, I hear a lot about the the topic of suicide. Uh, obviously, it's touched my family. And I hear from many of you, it's touched so many people, including the Townsend family. And that's why they're going to have this event tomorrow where we are going to honor folks, honor families. And uh, it's all about, you know, just getting together, having some coffee and and, uh, meeting Martin. And, you know, we're going to meet some folks from NAMI. Uh, They're a great organization that helps with this issue. So that's happening tomorrow from 9 to 11 at Alamo Water Softeners over on Thousand Oaks. We'd love for you to come by and have a cup of coffee and let's honor these families, and let's take some time to remember and all those kind of things, I promise you it's not going to be down and maudlin and upsetting. I promise you that. This is going to be more of us honoring people. So that's going to be tomorrow uh, from 9 to 11. Then after that, from noon until 8 is the big Guardians of the Children thing, and I've been talking about them for quite some time now. It's a cause I believe in, number one, because it has to do with abused children in our community, and number two, because these guys are motorcyclists, and those are two things that are near and dear to my heart. And what they do is they, uh, when there's a child that's being abused, they become that child's advocate and defender in a lot of different ways. Um, Being motorcycle enthusiasts, they get these kids out of the house and they, you know, take them on motorcycle rides. They welcome them into the club. They get a vest with their name on it. They get a road name, which is something that's important to the motorcycle community. Um, And then, a lot of times you're talking about family members that are abusing these children. So when they have to go to court and testify against a family member, they really don't have anybody who's on their side as an advocate. So the guardians of the children will show up in court, and I mean in mass. You know, it's, it's something when 20 of them show up on their motorcycles and go into the courtroom to support that child as that child is testifying against some family member that has uh, you know, uh, uh, abused them. And then on occasion, what will happen is these family members, while they're waiting for their trial date, they will harass these children. And they'll drive by and they'll honk the horn or even get out and try to go up and knock on them. They'll harass them. So they have received phone calls at 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, weekends or whatever. Uh, so-and-so's back over here harassing. And those guys will go over and they'll park in front of the house. And they'll just be a physical barrier. They don't get physical. That's for the police to do if necessary and all that. But there'll be a physical barrier between the child and the and the uh, abuser. So they're really great folks. And every year they have this fundraiser. And I've just come to learn about these folks in the past few months. And I really believe in, in what they're doing. So tomorrow in Helotus at the fairgrounds all day, it's going to be a free. It's a, it's a free event as their fundraiser, and it culminates at uh, 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon when the Spasmatics get on stage and a free concert. So that's all happening tomorrow. So I hope you'll kind of tag along and, and be with me tomorrow. We will have a good time uh, bringing uh, the light to a couple of great causes in our community. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hope never gives up. That is Laurel Riggins. Reminds me it's of sure Burgundy Woods, done. Deja Vu. Ah. So, Falls City had a 4.0 earthquake earlier today. Good luck to the folks down in Falls City. Good morning, San Antonio. It's Friday. It's Red Friday. It is Funky Friday. We're taking your request. And we're taking we're taking your phone calls. No, we're not taking requests. <laughs> That'll flood the phone lines. Everyone's going to ask for their 78 prom song. <laughs> well, if you've got a prom song from 78 you want us to play, you can let us know about it. Okay, that's fine. I don't know that we're going to get to it, but <laughs> you can tell us what, what it was. All right, 210-599-5555. Uh, comment on any of the news that you want to talk about, and we've got a ton of stuff to get to. I want to play some audio. Thanks, Jimmy, for putting the audio, audio together that I, that I sent out this morning. Uh, he doesn't a, a heck of a job working on that. Elaine is just covering me up with great uh, stuff here too and Christian's and been bringing it all week. So it's been a good week here. Um, Jimmy, I do want to jump out of order just real quick. I want to start with 10, cut 10, and then I'm going to go to number 8. And then we'll go to the top of the list, okay? 10 and 8, and then we'll go to the top of the list. That's a little inside baseball. That's the way we communicate on which cuts we're going to go to. So Joe was out yesterday and he was uh, talking on phones and he was also talking in person and he was... Uh, Typical Joe Biden, right? And this is the guy that the Democrats have chosen is going to be their guy. But do you remember a, a while back when he said he was raised by Puerto Ricans? Remember that? You remember when he was in Puerto Rico and I was raised by Puerto Ricans, right? Well, we, we, what I didn't know was they were Puerto Rican Jews. <laughs> Cut 10. Go ahead.
3: I, uh, I, I might say raised in the. the uh, synagogues in my state. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I'm not. <laughs> back in Wilmington, Delaware, uh-huh. my
0: best shalom was a home of countless friends from uh, uh, that. So he was on the phone with rabbis yesterday from synagogues. And of course, as he always does, he was raised in the synagogue, see. He's a Catholic Jew. <laughs> raised by Puerto Rican Jews. Because Remember, he said just a few months ago, he was raised by Puerto Ricans. And so he was he 's a Catholic Jew raised by Puerto Ricans <laughs> who by the way, he used to drive eighteen wheelers he uh, got a job in Boise, Idaho, cutting lumber when he was over in Idaho. He told him that, and that was after he got an appointment to West Point by a senator, none of this happened, none of it <laughs> happened to me now, I just laugh because I mean he can't tell the truth no matter what's going on. He just cannot. Is Amtrak Yiddish or Puerto Rican it is, for train? No, it's both. Okay. okay. It's, it's Yiddish-Puerto Rican. Oh, the <laughs> rarest of languages. The
3: Yiddish-Puerto Rican is very rare.
0: No, you're going to love this too. Now, I've said for a long time, He's not, you know, he doesn't run the country. He's not the president of the United States. It's Barack. Okay, this is Barack's third term, and Barack is doing what he always wanted to do. He's teamed up with Valerie Jarrett. She lives with him there and with Michelle, by the way. there are in, in uh, D.C., and that whole crew that works in the White House are his team. So they're actually running the country, and Joe is just the figurehead, right? He's a pino, <laughs> president and name only. And, and this proves it once again. This is two days in a row or two speeches in a row that he has said, if I don't answer the right questions or if I take questions from so-and-so or such-and-such, I'm going to be in trouble. Listen to what he said yesterday.
3: Let me close with this. There's a lot more I know we could talk about. I wish I had a chance to take all your questions, but I'm going to get in real trouble if I do that.
0: Now, wait a minute. He's the president. So who's he going to be in trouble with? And we're about to go to cut one. But who's he going to be in trouble with if he takes all of your questions, right? So with this, he was talking about uh, MAGA and 67 NATO and taxes all kind of rolled into
3: one. MAGA, Republican, Congress, Congress also trying to undo the progress we made to make it, make it in, uh, you know, look. What? what? What I was able to do in Uh what they call the G7 among the NATO countries and European countries, (sighs) I was able to get them all to agree, and then around the world, all the democracies, (sighs) agree that we were going to have a global minimum tax... On corporates,
0: on corporate, right. right. So we're going to have a global minimum tax. You're going to pay a global tax, not just a state, city, county, property, federal income tax, social security tax, Medicare, Medicaid tax, not just those taxes, but now you're going to pay a global tax. Cut number two, talking about his economic vision called Bidenomics.
3: The New economic vision has been labeled by those in the Wall Street Journal and the London Economist and some of the more conservative press, as Bidenomics. Well, they didn't mean it as a compliment at first.
0: But now they're getting it. Oh, man, does he have to do that creepy whisper? He's such a he really is. He's a creepy guy. You know, he can't keep his hands off of, of kids. He can't keep his hands off of women. And when he whispers like that, he can't, he can't stay out of the shower with his own daughter. Remember, she wrote that she would have to go take a shower after he went to bed because any time he heard her getting into the shower, he would run in there and get in the shower with her. She said that. Not me. That's not me saying that. She said it. All right. Where are we? Cut number three. Here he goes. Meganomics.
3: Under, mega, under Meganomics, as I calling it, mm-hmm.
0: It's what he was calling MAGAnomics. He was trying to, you know, trash MAGAnomics, right? Which is the freeing of the economy. But it couldn't say MAGA. So he just changed it mid-speech to MAGAnomics. It's MAGAnomics. Cut number four.
3: I taught at the University of Pennsylvania for four years. and I used to teach political theory.
0: So he's a Puerto Rican Jew raised in a synagogue who drove 18-wheelers, who cut lumber in Boise, Idaho, who was appointed to West Point, and he taught political science at Pennsylvania University. You're leaving out his uh, incredible football career. Oh, that's right. He had a great football career, too. Yeah, that's right. Sorry about
3: that. What about Corn Pop?
0: Well, yeah, and he beat Corn Pop up with a chain in the parking lot of a <laughs> pool that were, where the roaches, he said, were, were rubbing his white hair on his legs. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm running out of fingers keeping track. You're, 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 you're already them. out of fingers, I'm out of, man. I'm out of fingers. You're going to start counting nasal hairs next, you know. But uh, he never taught at Pennsylvania University. He never taught at any university. He never did. He had the Benjamin Franklin Honorary Professorship. He never wrote any papers, and he never taught a class. And he was paid (laughs) a million dollars. Paid a million dollars. Now, keep in mind, his documents, the paperwork that he stole from the White House, is at Pennsylvania University. Yeah. Chinese people have been going in there and reading those documents, and Joe has been paid a million dollars a year for an honorary professorship, but he never taught a class. He never did. He appeared to promote a book that somebody wrote for him. A ghostwriter wrote for him, and he went up there on a you know on a book publishing tour and and promoted the book. But he never ever taught a class. But he said he did. Now in cut number six, you're not going to hear anything. Just. Imagine in your mind, if you will, as this music is playing, once again, they begin the music to tell him, get off the stage. Get out of here. And he turns to the left first, and he goes, what do I do? And he turns to the right, and he points, and he goes, where do I go? He turns around. The flag of the United States is draped behind him, and he looks up at it, and he goes, hey. Raises his hands at the flag, and then... Here we go. Turns back to the right. Then he's turning around and looking all over the place, this bewildered look, and finally he just stumbles off the stage. This man is ill. He's a very ill man. Shame, I'll say it again, shame on his family and his wife, first off, because she's supposed to be his number one defender, right? It's what a spouse is, and she's not defending him. If she was, she would have him off and out of the way and back in Delaware or something like that. But she's not doing that. She refused to do that because she's a power-hungry hog too. Remember, she hated the fact that people were calling him senator and then vice president. She demanded a title, so he calls the university and says give her a title and they gave her an honorary doctorate in education so that people would call her dr jill biden and i remember very well when he was running for president they would introduce him as vice president and now presidential candidate joe biden and his wife dr jill biden and on msnbc and cnn they would talk about how during the pandemic here and we were in the p- pandemic remember that's when he was running for president during the pandemic, we should ask Dr. Jill Biden what she thinks about public health concerns, because she is a doctor. It's an honorary degree in public education, like, f- like Bill Cosby has. Her first title was nanny. Yeah, pretty much. No, yeah. it was. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's it. And now she's got that title, but it's in title only. She's not a doctor of education. She's not a doctor of anything. And yet, she never spoke against the liberal media who were saying at that time, we should ask, I wonder what she thinks about this pandemic and what she would do as a doctor about the pandemic. She never said, look, guys, it's an honorary degree from a a university. My husband twisted their arm. She never would say that. Mm -hmm. So now that he's out there making a fool of himself, which he's done for 50 years in politics, I blame her to a large degree because clearly he's a sick man. Clearly he is a sick, sick, sick man.
3: That's a good point.
0: Oh, she should have hauled him off a long time ago. I guarantee you my wife, both my wife at home and my wife over here, my work wife, uh, would have put a hook on me and drugged me off the stage a long time ago had I been acting like that. I'd be at home having coffee with my wife right now instead of here
3: doing this. Sometimes we want to do that (laughs) anyway.
0: That's right. I'm (laughs) telling you, I definitely want to do that some mornings, man. But this is where we are as a country. This is the guy who's running. And this is why, one of the reasons why Donald Trump's numbers are beating him consistently. And I've got those details coming up. Uh, Kudos to KSAT. Kudos to KSAT. I'll tell you why. When I get back, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski. Uh, 553 on a funky Friday, and it's a red Friday as well. KTSA, Trey Ware here. And I just, I really do, I, I want to give credit where credit is due. And over at KSAT, i, I got to give credit for a story that they have up on their uh, their website today. And it comes from their KSAT Investigates team. And the headline is, thousands of cases remain unindicted by the Bear County District Attorney's Office. You know, uh, we have been talking about these criminals who are released by this D.A. who was bought and paid for by George Soros and released back into our community. And they're preying not only on police by shooting five police officers last month, but they're preying on you and other citizens and children. And the D.A. uh, has no problem with it because when he has appeared with the chief, he talks about how, you know, the problem is – well, the problem is guns, you know. Uh, that's the problem. Is we, have a, we have too many law-abiding citizens because of constitutional carry. Too many law-abiding citizens are allowed to have guns here, you know. And that seems to be the real issue that we're dealing with is that there's so many guns out there. And if, if, if we took guns away from law-abiding citizens, because you're not going to take them away from the criminals, right? If we took them away from law-abiding citizens, they wouldn't be shooting cops. That is what they're saying so this investigative team over at ksat has been chasing the da and you know what he keeps canceling interviews they schedule an interview and then his office will call up, well you know he's really busy he got too much going on he's prepping for the next debate with the chief so he doesn't really have time to sit down with you that's after he agreed to doing a short 10-minute interview with specific parameters and specific topics in that interview. And then after he canceled with KSAT, he sat down on PBS with Randy Beamer and did a softball thing on PBS, which is very left-wing friendly, you know, to, to, to that whole cause of, well, you know, criminals, they're just oppressed. They're oppressed by the system. And so we'll let the criminals go. But let me give you some numbers that KSAT has pointed out in this report. We're not talking about one or two or five or 10 that remain unindicted by this DA. We're talking thousands, thousands, who are hardened criminals who have committed extremely violent acts. And in the story from KSAT, they enumerate who these guys are. Not all all thousands of them. That would take forever to do. But they enumerate several in this story and what they did. And I got to tell you, after reading what these guys did, they should be in prison. That's where they ought to be instead of out on the streets. But they have mentioned a couple of them here that one of them, still not indicted 21 months after being arrested. 21 months and still not indicted. Listen to this. There are hundreds of people currently on GPS monitoring in Bear County. The district attorney's office has, you ready, five thousand seven hundred and fourteen cases awaiting indictments, folks. That's not wa- awaiting trial. They haven't even been indicted yet. What are they doing at the DA's office? The answer is nothing. 5,714 cases awaiting indictments following arrests made in 2022 and 2023 alone. And when this investigative team over at KSAT hollered at the district attorney agreed to sit down with KSAT 12 News for an interview about the unindicted cases on Thursday. We agreed to their time constraints of only 10 minutes for the interview. On Tuesday, a day after the District 4 Public Safety Town Hall, our interview was canceled, citing Gonzalez's need to prep for Thursday's District 7 Town Hall. He's going to be busy in preparation. Despite canceling our interview, Gonzalez proceeded to interview on KLRN's On the Record with Randy Beamer to discuss recent police shootings. And when the representative from Gonzalez's office called to cancel our interview, they offered us a generic interview on how indictments work. But you can't ask about these. And following the call, the director of communications, Pete Gallego, called fellow KSAT investigative reporter, Dylan Collier, Collier, to ask about details of Waldman's investigation. That's it. This is all set up to blame the guns. When, in fact, nearly 6,000 have been arrested yet to be indicted.
2: And there was another officer involved shooting this morning.
0: There you go. Back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Del Wamsley and the Wealth Cycle. This is the worst. This is the 550 uh-huh. KTSA morning news yeah, with is. Trey Ware. It's always smart to know what's going on. Now on FM 1071. Yeah, we do. hmm Give us the phone. We need some funky Friday. And it's red. Are you wearing red, That's right. Remember, everyone deployed. Yeah. Well, it's 608 at 550 KTSA, FM 1071, tradeware page, KTSA.com. 210-599-5555. I want to hear from you this morning. I I got an encouraging word for you, man. I got an encouraging word for you. For those of you who uh, stood with me yesterday, and thanks to the city council for, you know, being upset at a morning talk show host for calling out the abortion issue. (laughs) listen keep your head up uh yes they passed it yesterday and your money is going to go for abortions that's what they're working on but keep your head up keep your head up and here's why they were going to do this without any notification they were burying it within the budget they were trying to hide it they were trying to pull a fast one and you didn't let them get away with it you did not let them get away with it. Now, in times past, and folks, I have been watching politics in San Antonio for 50 years. And in times past, they just would have hid this. Yeah, people would have never known about it. And some brother-in-law somewhere would, a little, little more detail, a little payoff, a little this, that, and the other. And they would have, taken care, pay long, would have taken care of a brother-in-law. But not anymore. You held their feet to the fire yesterday. And people are very aware of what the city council did yesterday. And that is they voted to kill children in the womb. And you've got to say it just like that. You have to say it exactly what it is. You have to call it what it is. Don't anesthetize it. Don't sweeten it up. Don't put saccharin and sugar all over it. It's killing children in the womb. And they voted for that yesterday, all with the exception of one. Mark White had the guts and nuts to stand against it. And you're going to hear from him one hour from right now. He's going to be on the show in one hour. But, man, listen, um, I'm going to run through some of the stuff that Elaine has pulled for me and I have pulled, and she and I both watched this yesterday. We watched the discussion from the dais. They were all for it with the exception of Mark White. They all think it's a wonderful thing with the exception of Mark White. They all think it's all right to kill children in the womb with the exception of Mark White. And they're all very proud of what they did yesterday. Now, let me just run through some of this stuff, and I want to hear from you this morning at 210-599-5555. First of all, as they were discussing it, Councilman from District 10, Mark White, offered two, two amendments. Number one was that no money would go to abortion providers or to perform abortions. Well, when they shot that down, when they voted that amendment down, that told you that they plan on using this money to kill children in the womb, number one. And when that one failed, he offered a second amendment, pull it out and vote on it separately. In other words, if you really believe... But the taxpayers of San Antonio want to spend their money killing children in the womb, then let it stand on its own. And they voted that down, too. So now that it is in the budget, and this is how these things work, it's never going to go away. Now, what you have to do is vote in an entire new city council. I would begin the lawsuits, and I believe they are beginning right now. I would also begin... The, uh, uh, the, the, the petitions uh, to uh, draw these people out of city council. Yeah, go ahead, Jimmy. What were you going to say? Is the state's attorney general going to be the one who files the charges against the city council? No. Uh, and how, do, how does that work? Uh, well, right now you've got pro-life groups who are going to be suing the city council right now. Uh, what they did yesterday was they said, well, what we're going to do is debate at a later time where this money is going to go and which organizations are involved here, right? Then the answer from M- Manny Palaz was, it's on- hey, media, meaning, hey, Trey. <laughs> he might as well have just said, hey, Trey. It's only .0000000. He looked at the media
2: box, and he pointed out some people. Yeah. And he was just like, I hope you guys don't report it in a negative way. It's just $500,000. All right.
0: I don't- here, here, Manny, I don't care if it's 15 cents. You're using uh, $500,000 of taxpayer money to kill children in the womb. And you voted for it, my brother. You voted, everybody voted for it with the exception of Mark White yesterday. Now, I want to point out a few things here. Number one was I said yesterday that the archbishop who released a a statement quite some time ago about this and saying it was horrible and this was a terrible thing for them to do and so on, I wish, and I told you this yesterday, that he would have appeared before city council in full regalia, not just the black suit with the white collar, but I mean the robes as if he were doing mass, and the mitre, the pope hat, and all that stuff, and said to each of them, all of you up here that are Catholics, if you vote for this, you're out of the church. You're not going to be welcome in a church, and you may not take communion, because it's against the teachings of the church, and quite frankly, words mean nothing to me. It's what you do that matters. He didn't do that, but he did have a mass yesterday. And he said, this is truly a sad day in the history of our beautiful city. Well, that's nice words. And with all due respect to the archbishop, toss them out of the church on their ear. Deny them access to a sanctuary and deny them communion because they voted to kill children in the womb, which is something the Catholic Church says, says, they're opposed to I don't care what you say it's what you do that matters
2: and what about you Catholics that live in those districts right. 1 through 10
0: that's right then of course you had district 5 is that uh, Castillo
2: Castillo yeah
0: Terry Castillo
2: they all sent out a high five boy didn't they? On what their districts did
0: well and the mayor put out a video how great we are for doing all these things look at what we're doing for the city right The mayor has has punched flush on San Antonio, and it's circling the toilet bowl. It's about to go down into nothingness. But here's what she put out. This was District Person Castillo. Many of the initiatives that we brought to the table were successful, thanks in part to community members and advocacy groups that showed up to our town halls. Organizations like Avow Texas, the Lilith Fund, Suenos Sin Frontieres, Jane's Due Process remind us that we must fulfill our commitment to expand access to comprehensive reproductive and sexual health care. The Reproductive Justice Fund makes clear to San Antonio residents and Texans across the state that we are committed to that. Well, Elaine went and did some digging on these organizations. Jane's Due Process, from their website. They help young people in Texas navigate parental consent laws and abortion bans to access abortion and birth control. Which, to them, abortion is birth control. Why wear a condom? You can just kill the baby the next day or two weeks later, 39 weeks later. Why wear a condom? Navigate parental consent laws. Isn't that something? So what that says to me is this group that you are now funding, thanks to this uh, city council, this group works against parents uh-huh. because parental consent laws, parents are supposed to say yes or no to a medical procedure. Are they not? But this group that the city council is now sending money to, will be sending money to, navigates around parental consent laws and around abortion bans state of Texas we have a ban on abortion but that's okay we're gonna send money to this group Jane's due process so children can go around their parents because they are navigating parental consent laws and abortion bans and they can go around state law go around their parents and go around state law to get an abortion to kill the child in the womb our work says Jane's due process includes abortion and practical support funding for young people under 18 traveling out of Texas for abortion care. So we're talking minors. Minors. The very same minor that can't even get an aspirin at the uh, at the school where they go because they got a headache, they can't get an aspirin unless mom and dad say so, this group that the San Antonio taxpayers are now funding thanks to the vote yesterday, this group takes minor girls under the age of 18, takes them out of the state against the parental consent laws of Texas and against the state law of Texas, takes them out of the state, which to me, that's kidnapping, right? That's what I think. Takes them out of the state to get an abortion. Says it right here. This is their website. They also text line for young people needing information on birth control and family planning service without parental involvement. Parents, are you listening to what your city council is funding? Parents, are you hearing me? Your city council is not only funding abortion, but they're also funding to send little girls out of the state against parental notice, against parental consent, and offering them information on how they access these abortions without parental involvement. You won't even know without parental involvement. You won't even know that they're doing this with your little girl. Free emergency contraception for teens in various Texas communities. And what that means is uh, emergency contraception is the morning after pill. The morning after pill. We give free morning after pills. Again, without parents, without parental knowledge, without parental consent advocating for and centering the voices of young people in the fight for productive rights. In other words, they're a political action group. They're a PAC. I wonder if they're registered as a PAC. And I said yesterday that one of the reasons they do this is one of the reasons city council votes for things like this is because now the groups like this will turn out to walk the streets for these guys. They got what they did yesterday by voting for this. They all just hired a bunch of streetwalkers for the next election to go out and bang on doors. Hey, make sure you vote, Make sure you vote for Jalen. He's so cute with that nice hair, but he's also voted to kill children in the womb and do it without parents' permission and do it without parents' knowledge. Now the next group. Avow Texas. Avow Texas. Another group they're going to give abortion money to. We're working for a better Texas where every person is trusted, thriving, and free to pursue the life they want. Doesn't that sound great? Doesn't that sound awesome? I mean, that's kind of what we all want, right? Yeah, but, but, there's always a but. Across the nation, abortion rights are under siege. Here in Texas, we faced anti-abortion, government, and extremist policies at every level. These policies are rooted in patriarchy. Oh, you terrible men. You me- And by the way, that came up yesterday on the dais as well. When a man rapes a woman, she can't get the health care she needs. She can't get an abortion. You know, that kind of thing. Men are going all over the place just raping women and impregnating them. It happens every two seconds around here in Policies are are rooted in patriarchy and white supremacy. You knew that was going to come up. You knew it was going to be a part of it, and you knew that white supremacy was going to be mentioned in all this before it was and all over. Speaking
2: on our behalf as San Antonio taxpayers. Yes, that's we right. That five hundred thousand manny. It's uh-huh. just a small amount. Yeah, that's what we're funding.
0: Let's see here. And are backed by national anti-choice groups who don't represent Texas values. It's us to up us to stop these policies here in Texas and bladdity 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 210-599-5555. So again, I want to tell you keep your head up because you got their attention, all right? But the fight's not over and uh I I implore the archbishop to toss all them out of the church, deny them communion because they're going against the teaching of the church. You have to do something, you can't just say something. Uh, I employ those with these pro-life organizations, file those lawsuits. You do not want taxpayer money. It's against federal law to use taxpayer money to perform abortions. It's against the law. And by the way, what they're going to do, they said we're going to negotiate this and talk about this in private, how we're going to spend the $500,000. What they're going to do is they're going to come back and they're going to say this money is going to organizations that are going to counsel young women. No, no, and no. Money is fungible. Just like when taxpayer dollars go to Planned Parenthood for consulting services, Planned Parenthood takes that money and they perform abortions, and that's exactly what's going to happen. Without your knowledge as a parent, without your consent, as a parent. Are you good with that? 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. Yeah, I've been talking about Stevens roof. I already said that part. Funky Friday, 626 at KTSA, baby. Hmm. So... Let me give you some feedback real quick at 210-599-5555, a text. And Villagran had a Catholic priest from St. Louis, her priest, to start off with a prayer, and yet she still voted yes. That's correct. That's correct. They did that on purpose. They brought in a Catholic priest yesterday morning to do it as if the Catholic Church were endorsing abortion. Let me ask you, Catholic, something. Are you endorsing this? Do you support this? I want to know. 210 599 Trey, I called. Call, I tried calling John Courage's office. I got a recording saying, we're not taking any calls right now. <laughs> May I have the phone numbers of all those city council people, please? Because we're going to put the phone numbers out. Hey, Victor, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Good morning, Trey. Uh, I'm Catholic, and I, I think it's all, you know, a bunch of bull crap. I think our
3: bishop is
0: is uh, is not doing his job as well. Um, it's, it's just all politics. Uh, but I was going to tell you, uh, last night they had uh, the DA, Joe Gonzalez, under a lot of pressure, uh, killers on ankle bracelets and all that, and he didn't want to answer the question. Yep. As a matter of fact, I talked about that in the last hour, and, Victor, I'm going to bring it up again because it's a very important story this morning that there are about, almost 6,000 people, criminals, that have been arrested by SAPD. And they have been sitting and waiting. They're not in jail to be indicted. They're out on the streets. And some of them are hardened criminals. I mean, like really bad dudes. So we're going to be talking about that, Victor. Thank you very much for the call. Foundation Support Specialist at foundationsupportspecialist.com. They give you a free, no obligation, no cost to you, Foundation Inspection. Really, what they're giving you is peace of mind when they do that, right? Because you don't know if you have a foundation problem. I don't know. Heck, I, you know, I, I've poured concrete, miles and miles of concrete all of my life. And yet, when it comes to a foundation, I want somebody who knows how to shoot the levels, somebody who knows how to do all the measurements, somebody who knows the telltale signs of what to look for and all of those kinds of things. And that's when the pros at Foundation Support Specialists come in. They can do all that for you. They bring their lasers, their levels. They do everything to check your foundation. And if you don't have a problem, they're not trying trying to look for work right so if you don't have a problem they're just going to tell you that that gives you the peace of mind okay everything's good but 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 if you do have a problem then they'll talk with you about how to fix that problem and their fixes their foundation fixes are guaranteed for the life of the structure in a transferable written warranty they really are fantastic folks you get a free inspection when you log on use my name Trey Ware when you contact them say hey Trey was talking about you on KTSA that is Foundation Support
2: When you can't stop.
0: <coughs> funk bands of all time. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Love everything that they did. And here's Let's Groove, baby. Let's Groove tonight. Yeah. Wear red today. Remember, everyone deployed. And turn up the funk. All right? Hey, I need to freshen up the pledges, so I'd love to have you uh, say the Pledge of Allegiance, my voicemail here at the station, to say the pledge on, 210-654-5155. If you wouldn't mind, please give us a call. Say the pledge, 210-654-5155. A couple of quick notes. First of all, just received a text. Trey, this is Dennis. Uh, I want to donate blood. I, I went to donate blood, South Texas blood and tissue. I, donated blo- I donate blood every six weeks, coming up on being a four-gallon donor. Does, that, does he have any left? Anyway, they change their questions you have to answer. One of the questions is, are you pregnant? Now, I'm a 66-year-old man, and the girl sat right there and said I had to answer the question, or you can't give blood. She also said I had to answer the question that asks, what do you identify as? Needless to say, I did not donate blood because I got up and walked out. I will not be humiliated like this. I will not come down to their level. Good for you, Dennis. Now, this one just came in from Andrew. City council voted to kill babies, but the minute I shoot a criminal breaking into my home, I go to jail. Well, yeah, that can happen. you
2: so, will be let out with DA
0: Yeah, Gonzalez? well, that's right. They're going to be uh, sent right back out on the streets to join the other 6,000 criminals that are out on the streets that the DA has not indicted. Okay? That story came out on KSAT last night. You got 6,000 criminals in the last about 18 months or so that are walking the streets, hardened bad people committed some really heinous crimes and they're walking the streets of San Antonio and they have yet to be indicted. I'm not talking about awaiting trial out on bond. I'm talking about they haven't even been indicted yet. The DA is not doing its job. But let me tell you this real quick because I know this stuff can be frustrating. Man, I get to Friday. I got to tell you, I'm more, you can ask my wife. My funny honey, she'll tell you, I I am exhausted. When I get home on Friday, I'm so tired and I'm so frustrated with the way these these politicians act and all that kind of stuff. I do. I really, I collapse on a Friday because I live with this all week, every minute that I'm awake. Every waking minute, this is what I'm focused on. But don't let it frustrate you. That's what they want. They want you frustrated to the point that you give up. And that's what I hear a lot from people right now is, man, I'm just giving up. I can't, I, my voting doesn't matter. Nothing matters. No. Turn that frustration into action. And let that action be when you hear either me or somebody else telling you the truth about what these people are doing. You do the same as what I'm doing. You have a circle of influence like I do. I, maybe I have a million people across this country. I don't know. But you have a circle of influence with the people that you deal with day to day that ABC's not telling them about what's going on, so they have no clue. But you have contact with them. So turn your frustration into a positive action, right, and encourage them to vote to make the real change. Kick Narenberg and the rest of these people to the curb the next election. Mark White, District 10, joins me next. Trey Ware, KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by Steve.